Welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Groover. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. I am your co-host, Kathy Groover. And I'm Jason Mefford. And today we thought it would be kind of fun because, you know, on the podcast we talk a lot about different things. And sometimes you've heard us refer to things about coaching. We've had a lot of people on that are therapists. And we thought it just might be good because we know that there's some misconceptions out there of what's the difference between coaching versus therapy. Because a lot of times coaching sessions start to become therapy sessions or people think that they're going to be getting therapy from coaching and that's not necessarily what it is. So let's yeah. get in and talk about it today. So, so Kathy, what's the difference? What's the difference in your mind? Uh, it, there's such a fine line, right? Uh, because you are talking about things to move you forward. And the way I like to explain it to my clients is, and this is a vast generalization because of course everybody does this differently, but in my mind, so therapy tends to focus on the past. It gets stuck in the story a lot. So it might be a lot of the client talking, the therapist occasionally asking a question or giving homework, or here's an exercise to do sort of thing. Uh, whereas coaching, we try to not get them lost in the story. It's really about where are you at this moment? Where do you want to go? And the coach holding you accountable. So in my coaching practice, I do a couple things. I call people on their bullshit, which they appreciate. Um, it is guided by the coachee, which a lot of people don't get. So they walk in the door and go, what do you want to talk about today? And I'm like, well, it's not my session. So what did you bring? <laughs> you know, um, and it is uh, about holding them accountable, about really helping them distill down what do you want and how can we get you there? So it's an accountability partner, not getting lost in the story, not dwelling in the past. Certainly the past might come up. Uh, so therapy is more past, in my mind, therapy is more past focused, coaching is more future focused. Well, and I think it's, it's, it's good to kind of think about that too. And, and anybody who's been, because I'll kind of give my two cents, which pretty much line up, but I'll, I'll, I'll say it a little bit differently mm -hmm. too, right? Which is, you know, a lot of times, and we've talked about talk therapy, it's been around for a long time, works for some people, doesn't mm -hmm. work for other people. A lot of times therapy sessions tend to be a bitch and moan session complaining about your mother woe is me i'm a victim my life sucks i got raped i went through a divorce i whatever right mm -hmm. and so to me a lot of times too the therapy sessions tend to almost coddle people and kind of tell people it's not your fault honey yeah it's validating your, feelings it's not your fault it's validating feelings right so if you're familiar with that and you like that, then you probably should keep doing that. But if you go to a coaching session <laughs> and you start to get into the, woe is me, you know, my life sucks, you're going to get called on your shit right? cool. because it's not the coach's uh, responsibility to validate your feelings. They're trying to get you out of whatever those stories are that are in your head. Yep. get you to see things in a different way. And it's something that is personalized. So yep. that that's another thing that, that a lot of people don't realize, you know, like, like you said, Kathy, when people walk in and you're like, what are we going to talk about today? 
no fucking clue. You got to start talking. <laughs> right. Tell me where we go. Right. What's a lie for you right now? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know right. Well, because I, I got somebody that was, I, I, you know, in one of my programs, I'm offering like an open house for, for one of my group coaching sessions, because wow. people a lot of times are like, I don't understand what this is. It's like, we'll come in, you know, we'll let, we'll let you come into this, to this open session and actually see what it's like. And I've had some people that are like, well, I'm not sure if I can, if I can do that, I need to have the agenda for it. And I'm like, there is no agenda. <laughs> we don't know what we're going to talk about. Yep until we get there and you see what people what's on people's minds or what people need need to talk about yep and it's what is and it was when i was doing my coaching training you know the question was what's alive for you in this moment which is a little too woo for me just that phrasing of it what's alive for you in this moment? but it's true it's like what what are you walking in the door with right now and at the end of last session we might have said hey we really should talk about blah 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 but in that interim between sessions maybe you had a conflict at work maybe you had a fight with your spouse maybe you dredged up something that you do need to address now Uh, it is so client-led and i think that's forgotten and it's funny, one of the ways I now vet my clients is we have a 15 minute phone call, talk about what I do, what they're looking for. And then they send, send them a packet of, you need to fill this out before your first session. And it is some deep stuff. Like it is not, la la la, you're not doing this in five minutes. It's really my causing favorite color to is blue. Right. And I like cats more than dogs. I'm eight on the Enneagram. Okay. What the, good. Uh, but it's like some really deep questions. And I've had so many people get the packet. And about three days later, they go, I'm going to go a different direction. Because they look at that and either one, they go, oh, fuck, this is too much work. Or they go, oh, crap, she's making me think about stuff. I thought she was going to tell me what to do. And that is not what coaching is. We do not give advice. We are not a girlfriend. We're not going to just let you bitch and whine for an hour. I will stop you and say, look, I'm not coaching your roommate from college. I'm coaching you. So, you know, what are you bringing to this right now? So I think there's a lot of misconceptions, like we already said, about what the coaching relationship looks like. I'm not solving your problem for you. I will ask you questions. If you need advice, I'll take off my coaching hat for a second and tell you my opinion. But that is not what coaching is. Well, and I think kind of what you just, what you were just talking about there kind of reminded me too, it's, it's maybe another distinction is therapy is more passive, Mm. right? You go in and you kind of talk about your feelings or whatever else. Coaching is more active. Yeah, that's true. You actually have to do the work, right? And so, so doing something like trying to screen your clients, because if they're not willing to fill out a three or five page whatever it is, yep. if they're not willing to show up and do the homework and actually come prepared, right? That's mm-hmm. because, because at the end of the day, the coach isn't going to do the work for you. That's what a consultant does, right? If you want somebody to True. come and do the work for you, go hire a consultant. But the coach, the coach is there to, to really help you, you know, and so again, maybe let's use a sports analogy, right? is okay if i'm if i'm uh you know trying to play basketball because when i was younger i i I wanted to be an nba player and and i i know you you know me and i stopped growing at five foot nine and i realized there's no way in hell i'm playing the nba right okay (laughs) but let's say you know again so if i was going to go get therapy for it right i'd probably be talking about, you know, I'm just really having a hard time with my, with my free throws. I, you know, I'm only making 60% of my three free throws and I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. And the therapist would say, well, you know, Jason, I don't really know either, but let's talk about your mother. 
because maybe there's something about your the relationship with your mother you resent her because you're only yeah. five nine and, and and so because of that you know you're you're not able to uh, put it through the hoop because you know you just feel like you don't have what it takes so let's talk about this for the next three years yeah right? that mm -hmm. would be therapy coaching you show up right and it's like you know, I'm, I'm only making 60% of my, my free throws. I'm not sure why. And the coach is going to say, okay, well, grab a ball. Let's go over to the court. You start throwing, you know, start, start doing free throws. And, and they stop and they're like, well, why are you twisting that way? Well, I don't know. What do you, what do you mean? What am I doing twisting? Or, you know, you're not following through, you know, with your hand on the ball, you're, you're not actually, because actually in basketball, you know, you, you're holding it with two hands, but you're only using the one hand mm -hmm. to actually shoot. The other one is, is only as a guidance mechanism, right? So, so they're going to sit there and they're going to see what you're doing yep. because they're observing it from a different perspective than you are. And then they're going to give you homework. Yep. Right. They're going to help you practice it while you're going through and doing, you know, the coaching session. And then they're going to say, okay, now I want you to go away. And for the next week, you shoot 200 free throws a day and you do it this way. Mm -hmm. And next week, we're going to come back. You're going to get on the court and you're going to show me what you practiced last week. And then yep. I will help you do something else. Right. As opposed to consulting, which is fuck that. I'm not going to do all that work. Okay, go hire, you know, I don't even know who the guys are now, Steve Curry or somebody like that to come in and play basketball for you. Right. And then you bring hypnosis into it where they will put you into a deep state of trance and have you visualize doing free throws until you get them all right. Mm -hmm. Which is another, another, another way of doing it. Of doing it. Right. Yeah. Well, and I've had so many clients say, oh my God, I've been doing therapy for years. I fired so many therapists. I've gotten more work done with you in our first three sessions than I did in years of therapy. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to find a coach and there's, we can talk about that if we feel like it, there's so many different ways to find a coach. You know, there's, there's different um, sort of like groups that refer you to different coaches. So you can like look through the list of coaches, understand that the, those apps and those um, websites take such a huge percentage of what the coach charges so it's almost better not saying not saying you should skirt those apps but if you see somebody you really like trying to find them organically online some places is better uh, for the coach because they just get a little more income from it um, and know that you have to do the work if you want to start working with the coach you have to bring something to each session um, you know, we can talk about it for the first 10 minutes and figure out where we're going to go. But I have clients who they show up, they turn on their phone and they go, okay, so two, since I've seen you, this is what's happened. Blah, 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 blah. It helps you remember what you want to talk about. You know, some people like to do weekly sessions. I have clients that do every two to three weeks. So in that interim, they are keeping track of what is going on so that they can talk about it with me. Definitely recommend that if you, if you want to start a coaching relationship, make sure you know what you're bringing to the table. Well, and it's one of those two, you know, just to give people some tips on, on kind of that, you know, if, you, if, if you're somebody who thinks that you want some coaching, how do you find the right coach? You know, like you said, there, you can do some Google searches, you can use some of those apps to try to find people, but you know, this is, it's just like finding a doctor or any, any other kind of service provider that you're going to be working with. A lot of it is about the, the fit, 
Okay. It's, it's about finding somebody who, who you like, yeah. uh, and, and, and you don't necessarily need to like them as, as a person like, Hey, we're going to be best buddies or anything like that. But, but who's somebody that really resonates with you or that you feel comfortable with? Yep. Because this is the other thing is, is, you know, with something like a hypnosis session, okay, you can do that once or twice and, and it's probably going to help you. Right. Yep. Um, coaching, usually you're going to be with this person for months, years, potentially. And so it's important for you to find somebody that you feel comfortable with. Yep. Um, that you that you feel like is going to be able to help them. So, you know, like Kathy was talking about, you know, you're doing things at the beginning to make sure that potential clients are the kind of person you want to work with. Well, as the client, you need to be doing the same thing. Absolutely. <clears throat> right. And kind of trying to find out, uh, you know, whether this is somebody you want to work with. It's kind of like the whole relationship thing that we were talking uh, you know, in one of the earlier episodes with, I think with Allison, right from the, that was real realtor. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Allie. Yeah. Allie. Um, same thing where you're, you're, you're trying to figure out if this is a fit from a relationship perspective mm -hmm. as well. Absolutely. Because it's not, I mean, one of the things I say, and it's top of mind, cause I had a, a new client yesterday. So I went through my first session spiel was I may ask you personal questions. I may ask you intimate questions. You can always say, I'm not comfortable answering that. And that I'm probably going to give a little bit of pushback and say, well, why? You know, because there's a reason I'm asking the question. It's not just my curiosity of, I wonder what happened to them when they were six. You know, it's <laughs> to move the, you know, it's to move the conversation forward and to look at maybe patterns of behavior or patterns of learning as to why this is happening now. So let's move forward from that. Uh, so, you know, you better make sure that you have a great connection with the person. Uh, when I finished my uh, certification, I had to do 10 sessions of coaching, coaching, basically. So I had a coach that was coaching me on how to coach. That was a lot of words. Uh, and I shopped around. I mean, like I interviewed five or six people before I really found one that resonated, that had the resources that I was looking for, that I thought could help me not only from what the, was required perspective, but also on a personal level. Because there were times where something was so overwhelming to me in that moment that we kind of put that on hold for a second and talked about what was alive for me in that moment to go back to that. <laughs> so, and it works, it fits. I don't like it, but yeah, it's the, it's the thing. So, you know, yeah, make sure you have that connection with someone, you know, just like you do with every other health practitioner and you get to decide how long you want to do that. You know, I require six sessions upfront period because you can't do one or two and solve the problems. You know, uh, I want to build that relationship. I want to have that connection and that intimacy and that trust over six sessions and most people don't don't get to six and go done you know most people continue on and then the coaching relationship sort of ends organically when you realize you know everything i wanted to do with you i kind of reached do we want to set new goals and start over or are you complete you know and that's something that you decide with your coach so yeah and it's one of those things too i mean again we talked about that you know for coaching to work you have to put in the time you have to put in the effort to mm -hmm. do it and that's why, you know, most significant transformation doesn't come after one or two sessions, because again, the reality of, of how we work, uh, it takes time for some of these things to, to, to show up or have, have, um, a fruition to it, if yeah. you will. And so that's why typically, you know, most coaching figure you're going to be spending three months 
you know, at least because you're not going to be seeing some of the results until you get to that point. Because yeah. often it takes 60 to 90 days to start seeing the evidence or the changes in your life. And that's true of coaching. It's true of anything that you're doing, right? If you're trying to yeah. establish a new habit or do anything else, 60 to 90 days is the time frame um, that it takes before you're going to start to see real results. So don't, yeah. so don't give up too soon, but realize what right. you're getting into. Absolutely. And understand also that opening that one door, it leads to so many other doors. And I've had people come to me for coaching thinking they want to focus on A. And after the two or three conversations, we realize there's B, C, D, E, F, you know, it's maybe a relationship thing or it's a, you know, so much comes down to our personal relationships. And I've had clients come to me for business coaching. And six months later, we're talking about their relationship because they realize they don't want to be with their spouse anymore. And it's turned into a completely different kind of coaching. So being open to exploring wherever that path leads, I think is another one of those things of being flexible and being open to you know, what's going to come up and what might that coaching relationship lead to. So it's about flexibility. Well, it is. And that was kind of a good point too, is that, you know, sometimes, you know, whenever you go into something like a coaching relationship, you, you, you think, you know, what the problem is, but often what you think the problem is, is not the problem. And so mm -hmm. sometimes, like you said, it comes back to, you know, damn it, I'm trying to grow my business, my business isn't growing, I've plateaued, I'm doing whatever. And, and you think there's something about your business that needs to change. Like if I just, if I just tweak one little thing, if I change my messaging and my marketing, if I do something like that, then everything is going to be hunky dory. But the reality is usually there's some deeper energetic thing associated with it. Like, hey, I'm with a partner, that we've outgrown the relationship and staying in that relationship is putting me in a negative space or is holding me back from doing what I need to do yep. to get to that next level in my business. Or, you know, it could be something as, as simple too of, I've just lost passion for what I've been doing and I need to pivot yep. because until you pivot, you're never going to have the passion again and the energy and the fire uh, to get things going. Yeah. So or like you're, said, you're, you're, not alignment, you're not yeah. in alignment with your values or you yeah. don't know what your values are, or you've got a saboteur, like a hyperachiever or a restless that's actually taking over and just, or you're in the wrong ego state, you know, it's like, and those are things that the coach can guide you through. Very few people sit around thinking about their own saboteurs and ego states, you know, unless you know the thing. So this is why you go to somebody, I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's like, that's sort of tied into what you're talking about. This is why you go to an, ex, an expert that has the knowledge, that has the tools, that has those exercises that can help you, you know, grow and evolve to get to where you want to go. Yeah, because the reality is, you know, we're all smart people, but we can't see our own blind spots. That's why they're called blind spots. Mm -hmm. And so that's why having somebody look at it from a different perspective, they're going to be able to notice things yep. that you'll never be able to notice on your own. Yeah, and, that, and that's one of the reasons, too, why, why coaching has become, you know, such a huge growth business right now. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we all need coaching in one way or another, yeah. because, because we can't, we can't see what we can't see. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and this goes both ways because I've, I've seen this both in myself and in people that I've coached as well is, 
sometimes the coach sees that you've made much more progress than you think you have. Yep. And so you're over there beating yourself up going, I'm a piece of shit. I'm not doing anything. Yeah, you fucking, yeah, yeah, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, I remember where you were two months ago and where you are, were two months ago to where you are today. Yep. Right. Give yourself some credit because sometimes we're harder on ourselves than we need to be. Yeah. Sometimes we're not as hard on ourselves as mm-hmm. we need to be. That's right? true too. And yeah. so it kind of cuts both ways and and like i said typically the reason things haven't changed is because we can't see our blind spots yeah and you need somebody else to help you see those yeah or it has changed and you haven't noticed like you said i mean i've got clients who are like i'm gonna do this 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 this," and i go hang on pull back why don't we do one of those things and then i have other clients that aren't doing anything and i'm like why don't we try one thing (laughs) it's so client dependent people are like what do you do with your clients i'm like which one i mean it's like i do relationship coaching where i sit down with both people in the office i do ego state stuff i do values i do goal setting i do mental bank i do we should do a show on mental bank i don't think we have um i don't think we have oh, I'm, I'm not even that familiar with it so we'll have to do a, one of those such on. a great tool yeah it's so cool um, <laughs> but you know it's it's like it re- this is why i read so much and i listen to podcasts and i love having guests on because i learn so much that i then get to distill down to my to my coaching client so yeah and and there's not the it's weirdly there's not the stigma associated with seeing a coach as there still is for some people seeing a therapist yeah you know well, and I, I think what you brought up there too is, is, you know, again, for people that are maybe looking for coaches, because I'd never heard this term until this morning when I was listening to a podcast, but it's called template coaching. And I was like, I've never heard of that before, but there are people that are out there that will say they're a coach, but really all they're doing is giving you a checklist or they're using a template that has worked yeah. for somebody else. And so what they're trying to do is instead of actually coaching you, they're just telling you what to do. That is not coaching. That is not coaching. So again, if you're, if you're, you know, as you're kind of interviewing or looking for people, yes, there are some kind of standard methodologies that you might go through. There's some similar exercises that a coach might use with Mm -hmm. most every, every client, but but the advice that is given, the homework that is given, if you will, is going to be different or should be different, yeah. right? Because you, you are a different person than, than somebody else, right? Yeah. So, so again, it's, if we go back to like the basketball thing, right? There's, there's some people who might say I'm a coach and never really look at you and just give you a checklist and say, well, Go dribble the ball 300 times, you know, with your right hand and 300 times with your left hand and shoot, you know, 200 free throws a day, and then you're going to be fine. So here you go. I'm coaching you. I'm telling you what to do. Just go do it. Yeah. That's not coaching Uh -uh. because the problem is until they actually work with you, look at what you're doing, understand your values. They're not going to, they're not going to know, oh, when you, when you go to make the free throw, you're leaning to the right. Did you know that you were leaning to the right? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yep. Well, it, isn't it funny that all of your free throws are hitting the right side of the rim? <laughs> Lean to the left. Lean yeah, well, left. It's, it's, about rec- it's about observation. It's about accountability. 
It's about, you know, tracking and goal setting. And uh, I mean, it's about all of those things. And yeah, if you hand somebody a check checklist, you could have Googled that. What do you need a live person for? You know, you can Google, how do I do better free throws? That's not coaching. That's you just getting information. So yeah, that's a good distinction there. Well, because so, the, co the coach helps put it in context mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. And yes, that's, exactly. that's what a lot of people don't get. You can search Google all you want. You can watch all the YouTube videos you want, but we usually struggle as humans to put that content learning mm -hmm. into the context that works for us. Yeah. And that's where coaches help. Yeah. Yay. We help people. Mm. Cool. All right. This was, this was great. Uh, and hopefully useful to so many people. So if you're looking for a coach, you know, Jason and I both do coaching, so you can contact us. I think I, you probably do more business coaching and I probably do more like life relationship. Life kind yeah. of coaching for that, but that's cool. Uh, we compliment each other, right? Well, and it's, and it's all even business coaching is life coaching because like you, like we were talking about before most, and, and this is what I, what I tell my clients or what they find out is that usually it's not some different strategy or framework that they're missing. Typically most of the problems, even from a business coaching perspective relate to relationships and communication, oh, yeah. which is much more in line with what people might typically consider a, a life coach to be yeah. helping with. So business coaching in a lot of ways is still life coaching, sure, but yeah. applied in the context of running a business yeah. or, or being True. an executive in a, in a business. Right. Yeah. Very good point. Yeah. Mo uh, most people that have come to me for business coaching, it ends up being personal life mm -hmm. relationships. It's usually stuff. personal shit that's holding people back. Absolutely. Yeah. Just we saying. Help, we help flush down the personal shit. Yeah. Yep. Cool. There you go. We're All the right. plumbers, the plumbers. Oh, no. <laughs> this has been great. All right. Cool. I'm Kathy Groover. I can be reached at kathygroover.coach. And I am Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So go out. Have a great rest of your week. And if you're somebody that feels like you need some coaching, go find somebody uh, that resonates with you and just start on the path. Because the sooner you start, the sooner you're going to get what you want out of life. And with that, we'll catch you on the next episode of the Fire Nerd Podcast. See ya. See ya.